Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. to episode four um and guess what so today I actually wrote down like some notes throughout my day just a couple of points that I wanted to like talk about things that came up um whether in conversation or like just like watching podcast um you know just throughout my day like just some um questions that I really wanted to ask myself and maybe I pose the questions to you guys. Um, it's so crazy because today a follower of mine on Instagram had asked for me to create a platform, I guess, for people to, I guess, like rant or talk about some things with parenting. And um, it... <laughs> It it really goes back to, she just was very confirming. Like, she was confirming of some things that I know in a direction that I want to move in this season and in the next season. And um, more specifically, when we're we're speaking about mompreneurs um, or entrepreneurial moms who might have an entrepreneurial spirit and um, they cannot figure out a way to get to um, a substantial income or income to replace their jobs or just period. And so she had made the claim that she could have made a million dollars multiple times, um, had it not been for her children by now. Um, and that kind of like rung true for me too. Like I felt like that was me and I feel like I've touched a million dollars in my lifetime, probably probably a couple million, but just not all at one time. And so for me, by next year, um, I want to be able to hit a million dollars. And so it and honestly, like if I'm being like really transparent, um, like I filed bankruptcy and next year will be the ten years that I think it comes off of your credit or something like that. Like it comes off of your credit and um yeah like I'm looking to I'm looking forward to that because not only will my credit be in a different space um because that just that sitting on your credit even though it was nine years ago just that sitting on my credit I know it affects my credit in some way um 
I have yet to be able to break through like a seven. Like my goal is like a seven fifteen, a seven twenty five. Like I know that's like some people that's like, oh my god, why don't you strive to be in the eight hundred club or whatever? But like, I really like for me like hitting a. You know what? Actually, the twins' birthday is. July the 26th so my goal is going to be a 726 yeah that's going to be my goal my goal is going to be to hit a 726 next year um I want to hit a 726 I want to be able to write myself a million dollar check and I want to be able to um my daughter's going to be walking she's finished school like but she's not able to walk for graduation because of like one main class that she's taken this summer. And so um, I want to be able to gift her a paid for car, like a paid for vehicle. Um, she has had a car since she was 16, but she has um, and she hasn't had any payments like every car she bought or her dad bought her or she bought outright and um I want her to have like a more current car like something she um something that is enough space for her like in her traveling journeys and something that is enough space for her with like um you know when she really gets into like styling and when she gets into like just the thought of like I had a girlfriend, she's a stylist, right? And she styles like NBA players, mainly like her target um audiences like NBA players. And she always had like a truck, like a big truck. And so in my thoughts for my daughter, like I want to make sure that she has a truck big enough for when she really wants to dive into her career. Um and just even having, even if she wanted to do a pop-up, she can just fit all of her items with her brand items in the truck as well. So, how did we get on that? <laughs> oh, I was talking about credit. So, yeah, I was I was looking at my credit and one of my scores had jumped up like 20 or 30 points because I had paid some stuff down. And so, um, I was a little proud of that. And so, I was looking at my credit score so I guess that's that might be why that's fresh on my mind um okay so the questions that I will pose to myself um which were really good questions that just came up today um one was I was watching a podcast and it was about parenting and entrepreneurship which ultimately is like my thing like that's what I really want to focus on is like I want to focus on like more specifically mompreneurs like I said and so the question was like what childhood traumas do you carry into parenting and the first lady that spoke or responded to the question she was talking about her being violated when she was younger and she was saying that was the reason why she felt like she um she started wearing oversized like boys or men's clothing because she was trying to hide herself. And it had me thinking like, 
Was that the reason why I wore boys clothes? Was that the reason why I became a tomboy? Like, because her story resonated so much with me. But I don't ever remember being violated. I don't ever remember um, an older man or older person taking advantage of me. Um, I do remember in some instances where I took advantage of people. Um, And I think I journaled about this like last year. Whereas though I was the aggressor in situations and, and being a child, not as an adult, but as a child, I was an aggressor in some situations that aren't um, ideal for any child to, to be in. And so I don't ever remember being the recipient, the recipient of aggression sexually. So I don't remember any of that. I do, however, remember some instances where I was the aggressor, um, or I was the influencer, of said inappropriate actions as a child. And so how those things might affect me as a parent, um, I am hypervigilant when it comes to my daughters more specifically. Um, But I guess and my son too, because I feel like I would never want my son to put a girl in that situation. Um. I would never want him to be accused of rape or be accused of being sexually abusive to someone's child. Um, and it, it's so crazy because most most recently we had a situation where because of his age, the father disapproved of the relationship between him and the young lady. Um, my son is 17. The little girl was 14. And while they are both in high school um he because he disapproved of the relationship he tried to say that my son um coerced his daughter into doing things and which was far from the truth um which was very far from the truth and so um those little age gaps, I, 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 and knowing when I was younger, like I dealt with guys older than me, like, you know, like a three year difference. We didn't think anything was wrong with it, but then it took for my son to be in the situation to be like, dang, like it, it might be a little inappropriate for my you know what I mean because if if that was my daughter if my daughter like looking at my youngest daughter and she's not 14 yet but she'll be 14 next year and so like just looking like how would I feel if my 14 year old daughter was dating someone that was 17 and to me it's only three years but it's a huge mental gap it's a huge mental gap and so when it comes to like parenting um, and dealing with my own childhood traumas, like 
when it comes to parenting. I think we become hypervigilant on issues that we have encountered. And I think we do that. We do it so innocently, but we do it and we do it often. Um, Because I know for me, like I said, like I don't want my children to be put in situations like at sleepovers or like anything can happen. And I... I just recently did just let my youngest daughter stay the night. It was in a hotel. But all I could think about was these recent issues that happened at hotel parties where people come in and shoot up the hotel party or um, the little girl was like wandering and ended up in a freezer or, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, make sure your Apple Watch is on. Make sure it's charged. You can't take your watch off. Um, make sure I got your location on your phone, like those type of things. Um, I don't know. I think I was just scared. Like, I don't think I got any sleep all night. I probably called her every hour to two hours, um, to see what she was doing. And, um, but it's like, how do we get past it? Like, how do we get past our own traumas to allow our children to live freely Sometimes that might be the hard part. It's really hard. And then even now thinking about it, like my daughter, my oldest daughter went through a phase of like this basketball phase where she had to have Jordans and she wanted the socks pulled up to her knees and she wore the hooping shorts and the basketball hats that match the sneakers and just stuff like that. And I was just like, and just thinking like, is this a product of me or is this really who she is? Like, I don't want to make more mini me's. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that innately they they have a lot of gifts that, I have bestowed upon them, right? That came naturally it, through behaviors, watching my behaviors, um, but also just just through um, DNA. Like, it's certain things they're just going to have and get because I'm their mom. And so, um, I don't, I don't ever want my children to be a a product of what I created in a sense of it being manufactured as opposed to being authentic and their authentic being. So I know my son and my sons, it's easier for them to be themselves, right? It's easier for them to be authentically boys, like, um, and I'm like a tough girl. Like I'm I'm naturally assertive. I'm tough. I was a tomboy and in some instances, like in many ways, I really still am. Like it's just in me. And so um I know they're gonna get those things from me and their dad. But when it comes to my daughters, like I don't want them to to manufacture a new being of me. I want them to really be authentically themselves. I, and yeah, it's like, it's just so weird because as a parent, you want 
things from your children or for your children. You want the you want the best interest for them. I think at one point in time it was hard for me to understand that I might not have been the best interest for the child for them. There was a season in my life where I just wasn't the best option. And so um it took me years to grow to be okay with that. Um but now at this point, <laughs> in probably the past like 10 years, 10, 15 years, like 10 to 12, like 10 to 15, somewhere around there, like nobody, like there's no denying my parenting. Like I'm A1, I'm top tier when it comes to that now. Like it's no other, like no, when they say nobody can cover for me, not only nobody can cover for me, but it's like, like I'm it. I'm the mother. I'm the mother of all mothers. Like, I'm their best option. And I'm not their only hope, but I'm their best option. And so, um, we do so often, um, impress upon our children in ways where we are directly running from or running towards our childhood childhood traumas and sometimes I don't know if that's a positive thing or negative thing you know I don't know if I don't know so another question that really posed that I posed to myself was are you willing to go through the bad to get to the good? Mm, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Um, and a lot of times we not. We are not. We not willing to like. And I was talking to my girlfriend today, and I was like, a lot of times we not willing to go to go through the eviction process to get through the mansion. And both figuratively and literally speaking, right? And you can take it however you want. Um, But are you, like, are you really willing to, like, are you really, are you willing to go through the broken arm to get through to a, a, a healthy body? Like, are you willing to go through the failing business to get through the conglomerate? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, are you willing to, and it's so crazy because this, this ring truth rang true to watching an, another, um, I don't, I mean, I can call her my girlfriend, but just a girl that I know when um Instagram well we met not we met off Instagram but uh, we had some mutual friends but just in watching her and her closing of her business and reading her testimony online I um I didn't feel like it was over for her and I mean it's, it's like who am I right but when I read um her post 
the first thing that came to me, and you can say it was God or whoever, but the first thing that I can think about is, are you willing to go through this to get to this? You know, like closing of your business can be, and I know because I've closed many businesses and, um, it can be embarrassing. It can be like, and she, she used the words like taking my L's privately. Right. And so we want to do that. Right. But the problem is like, everybody want to take their L's privately and more specifically in business and in relationships, you want to quote unquote, take your L's privately. But it's like, this is natural. Like this is a part of what happens in business. This is a part of what happens in life. Like, you know that you're living, like when you're looking at that monitor, like when I, when I was pregnant and I'm watching the monitor of the heartbeat of my children, it's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. If it was straight, if it was like just flat, it would, they would be dead. So when you start looking at it, like, yo, like, honestly, like, it's ups and downs in life. Like it's ups and downs. It's what comes with it. Like even if you think about marriage, when you say your vows and you say like for better or for worse, for richer, I'm not saying for richer or poor. I'm saying for rich or for richer. Okay. I'm not saying for richer or for poor because I don't plan on being poor in my marriage in any way, shape or form, not just financially, but mentally, emotionally, relationally. Like I don't plan on being poor at all and so um I do understand that there are we we do have to understand is that there is no light without darkness there is no good without bad there is no it's just the it's just the duality of life it is it's the polarity of how business and life and relationships go and I think too often we're so concerned about hiding the quote-unquote failures um and we only want to shine the light on um when we're doing good and when we're excelling and when we're prospering and when we're blessed and that we do that so much that we had this false sense of what reality really looks like and reality has loss and reality has lows and reality has lack and reality has missing pieces and missing parts. And I think once we get to the space of being okay um, with everything, like we'll be better off. And so I appreciate her for for sharing because when I when I experienced majority of my losses, Instagram and social media wasn't such a prominent thing of people people's lives. So it wasn't like the like this is the image that we have to portray and this like a lot of my losses happened before we had to post on Instagram. And so I'm using this platform to be very transparent about um, 
my losses. I don't, a lot of times we don't want to share them until we're out of them too. Like I've realized a lot of my losses, like I wasn't okay with it until I was out of it. So when you are in the middle of it, like when you were in the middle of fighting to get status or fighting to make money or fighting to get respect or fight, just fighting to at least at bare minimum, get back to where you are when you are in that state of like continuous fighting you don't really want people to see you at that moment. So it's not like you all the way at the bottom and it's not like you anywhere close to the top. So when you're in that middle space, a lot of times we just, we want to stay quiet. We want to be reclusive and we want to abandon relationships and call it, I just need time for myself. (laughs) Or, you know, like when do when do we get to a space of being okay with being very transparent with every aspect of life? When do we become okay with not only showcasing the wins, but the losses and the get back? Because those are stories that need to be told. Those are the stories that we need to hear more of because they're so inspiring and I think we we think that inspiration is just this mythological creature like a unicorn. Like we're looking at it like inspiration isn't real. But in my opinion, inspiration has the ability to ignite something. And when like when I say ignite, like I'm thinking of like a fire, like to start a fire, to light the fire within you to jumpstart or to light the fire okay so prime example right (sighs) I don't know about you but like I remember that sometimes when I was younger the pilot would go out which would so is it the furnace is it the heat I don't know but my mother would have to relight it to heat the house to make sure that the water was hot to make sure that the heat was hot And we didn't, I mean, we wasn't like in an old house. We didn't, we weren't necessarily poor. We weren't upper middle class or anything like that. Like we were just regular middle class people. Like, you know, I had a two income household. Like I had a two parent household. So when the pilot light would go out, like we would know because it wouldn't be as warm or something like that. And this isn't something that happened all the time, but it happened often enough for me to remember it. And so I'm I'm saying that to say like that one little spark ignites the fire and heats the entire house. And so to me that's what inspiration can be. Inspiration can be something that ignites ignites a person ignites something in a person enough for them to get started, to fuel them to heat somebody else or to ignite something in somebody else and to talk about it and so that's why I appreciate hearing the stories of the ups and downs of and the ebbs and flows in people in relationships and in business like they most interest me I love hearing people talk about business and I love hearing people talk about relationships like I can listen to that all day like I can listen to people talk about their relationships all day from a very 
like I'm not like the type that's gonna sit and listen to like a friend of mine complain and be mad about a situation that she's not trying or willing to change but I love hearing inspirational stories about past relationships current relationships what worked what didn't worked um older women before they before their husbands passed away or you know I love it okay all right so the last question that I posed to myself today was let me check when is it time to give up and whether and that could be like in life and business and relationships like when is it time to give up like when when do we say like yeah this ain't working and so that question really came to me from like I was listening to somebody on live today and and listening to the live um she was talking about how she scaled her business from six figures to seven figures and the same things that worked the things that worked um, when scaling to six figures didn't necessarily work from scaling to seven. So she was saying that she had a lot of offers when she was in route to making six figures and when she was making six figures. Um, and so she just had, she offered a lot of things. And sometimes that this thing didn't go with this thing and it it might could look like she was all over the place, but she offered multiple services um, to her clients and she said to scale from the six figures to the seven figures, she cut off everything. Even some six-figure deals that she had that was working in order to scale to the seven figures. And so, and me thinking about that, I'm thinking like, dang, like, I asked a question like, so do you, she was saying like, yeah, this didn't work. So I'm thinking like, okay, so if this worked for you and you're saying it worked for you. And a lot of people are saying that, like, I did this, I did that, I did this. To finally figure out what worked, when do you know when to stop it? When do you know it's not working? And not just in business, but in relationships and in life. Like, when do we stop? When do we like give up when do we throw this how in for for me um I think when it came for me and hair um it wasn't working anymore for me and not financially but the lifestyle that I wanted it was in the way of that it was in the way of me being a very present mother, it was in the way of me growing a business because I was behind the chair. Um, it was in the way of me being a great partner. Um, it just can't, it was in the way of a lot. And so I'm thinking like that's in business. But even in relationships, like, it's easy for me to let go things because I think logically. And so in logically thinking in relationships, a lot of us don't think logically in relationships. A lot of us think with our mind or our hearts. 
um which is well which is ultimately the same thing like our soul so when we when we we speak from our soul right and so i think like mentally speaking like or you know what no logically speaking it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense for us to try it doesn't make sense for us to continue a relationship it doesn't make sense for us to communicate like it just doesn't make sense not only is this not good for the brand but you're not good for my life (laughs) and so most recently I had to make an executive decision that the relationship just didn't serve any purpose it did it no longer served me in the way that it initially did and initially the thing that I needed I no longer needed and more specifically from that person um and we couldn't grow to another space together like he just wasn't willing to grow into another space um so like let's just say if if we were in a video game and I got past level one, level two, level three, and we're fighting off the enemy together in level one, and then when we hit level two, like I hit level two, but he's still in level one. So now I'm fighting off the enemy by myself. And so I get to level three, but now at this level, is more so like... I'm trying to figure out how to get to the end of the game by myself. And then we get to the next level where though I'm reaching all, I'm getting all the coins by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, and thinking of my relationship as a video game, um, I was reaching new levels, but I was reaching new levels by myself. And in order for us to win the game, um, it's better when you do it together. So that was the time where I had to walk away. Like even in a previous relationship, like I had exited the relationship probably a couple months before I just ended it. Or we just walked kissing part. Like we just walked away from the situation and... Um, I was just totally done. Um, and so because I think logically about relationships, it's so easy for me to walk away from them. And I'm not saying it to say that I don't still love them or I still want the best for them. I just don't want it with me. And honestly, your best is still not enough. And so, um, you got to be okay with their best just not being enough. That's hard too. Especially when you love somebody. When you love someone and they're giving their 100%. But it's like inflation. It's like... <laughs> It's like the more money that's printed, the less the dollar is worth. So what? Like the dollar is what? Worth like a penny right now. 
So it's like the more money they put in circulation, it's worth even less. And so it was like that. It was inflated. It was like the more that you tried because it wasn't even a try like it really was like this is just what are we doing here I think and I think a lot of times people fall into the delusion that they create like it's not an illusion because yes that's one thing um but fall into a sense of delusion with though some people lie to themselves for so long that they start to believe the lies not only about themselves but about life so yeah when to call it quits that's when you call it quits when it's no longer serving you the goals or the vision it's no longer serving the vision and you know what? Initially, we do get in relationships for one thing, right? Let's just say you in a space of a breakup and you meet somebody and you're like, you know what? I just want a good time. I just want to have a good time. Like, I just want to hang out. I just want to go to nice dinners. I want to go on vacations and go on trips. And you know that's what they can provide. And you know that it's temporary, and then six months, a year later, something happens. They can no longer provide these things for you. And it's not always financial because a lot of times with men, when they can't provide financially, it's no way they can show up for you emotionally and mentally and physically. Period. Like they, It's hard for them to show up for you because... They feel like failures and they can't even show up for themselves. And so instead of us trying to force a square into a circle, like you got to just know when to call it quits. I feel like a lot of women don't know when to call it quits. We keep trying to force that square in a circle. Keep trying to force it. Keep trying to force it. Cut off the edges. Still forcing it. Still not enough. It's not enough to fill the circle. And so... I have learned I have learned when to call it quits, when to walk away, when to bow out gracefully, when to kiss and part and be okay with it. And be okay with it. There are some things that I'm not okay with. Um but I'm okay with not being together. Like I'm always okay with not being with somebody. But um, I'm 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 not okay with um, someone not being fair and equal. That's it. I'm just I'm not okay with people who aren't fair and equal. So that comes in relationships, co-parenting. Shoot, racism, like, I'm not okay with people who aren't fair. And I'm not okay with people who aren't, who don't show equality in any way. So, like I said, it's not just, 
in a relationship, but in situations where racism is present or some type of ism is present, um, I'm not cool with it. So, um, make sure that you, if you got this far in the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe to the Diary of the Heart, the Memoir of the Soul. And these episodes are brought to you by the Wealthy Brand, where we want to help develop a formula that can promote holistic wellness. Um, so not just being wealthy financially, but also emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And so I ask that you, if you don't already, follow me on Instagram at Lord Funk. And you can find me at lordfunk.co. If you want to come to my website, reach out to me any way, shape, or form. Um, also, rate and, view, rate and review. Like, feel free to rate and review. Like, I'm super, like, okay with if you like, girl, this girl. I don't know what this girl's talking about. I'm okay with you. Like, girl, I love it. I'm so glad that you've been authentic and real. Um, the first three days, we got about 150 downloads, which was super cool like you know what I mean like the first three days of the podcast got 150 people to listen um I think that's pretty cool you know like I straight like it was no promo it was no like big rollout it was literally like one day I announced I was having a podcast and three days later 150 of y'all downloaded and I think that's pretty cool so um yeah, let's post it. We can also, like, you know, we can talk in my DMs. Like, reach out to me on every platform. I'm Laura Funk. I told you, like, my website is laurafunk.co. So feel free to reach out to me in any way that possible that you might need to. And I want to, soon, I want to create some community around this because I don't want this to, of course, it's an audio journal. So it's me talking. But, like, I want to have some discussions with you guys. I want to talk to y'all. I want to hear. How y'all feel? I want some feedback. Um, what you want to hear more of? What you want to hear less of? Like anything that y'all want to put on the table for me to talk about? And I'll let you know if it's off the table. <laughs> so, um, thank you. I'm so glad that you decided to spend some time with me. I'll see you next time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.